This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You are listening to The City Vent. Proudly sponsored by the Westview Motor Company. Hello everybody, welcome to episode 22. Oh mate, I haven't got a clue. Don't matter, it actually don't matter what episode it is because have you seen who's sat, ne- sat next to us? Mr Lewis. <laughs> the man, the, the man. man. The man, number one. So, um, I thought the best way for you to start this podcast would be a bit of a warm-up. Mm-hmm. So if you've got, can say a few phrases from it that I've written down here for you. Right. If you can give us your best Yorkshire accent as well, I think that'd be... An added bonus, so okay. don't mind Harry. Okay. Do it again. Okay. Yeah, see? MDL extra. So if you can just read them out for us and maybe look at the camera, that'd be great. That, that one's just a generic one, the first one. Semblance. Yeah, semblance, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Adam is my favourite presenter on the City event. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. Oh baby, do you know what it's worth? Jamie Walker is the best on air. <laughs> True. No, Chris, I won't go for a drink with you, you specky lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> typically, That's... I've got my glasses on tonight as well. That's oh, horrible. And the fucking horrible belly. <laughs> oh, the fucking chickens. No, we we got that in there early, didn't we? We got it in, we we got got it in. Early, we, we had to, people, when we saw a leak that you're going to be on um, over the last sort of couple of days, people were saying he needs to say that. We need a, a, an uncut version, but this might be cut by yeah. the time it comes out, so, yeah. <laughs> But thank you for joining me, it's been, it's been oh, a pleasure getting It's nice to be on, guys. Can you tell us a bit about your background, like football for you, how it started? Jeez, uh, okay. Um, I was, um, so back home in Shrewsbury, I was uh, sort of, I was a defender for a year. Uh, in under eights, this would have been, and the, the lad that played in goal was the, the manager's son. So it was like, and I, and I would go the other end and go in goal in training, I'd go the other end for the game at the end, and it was, I quite enjoyed it, like throwing myself around the mud and stuff, it was quite fun. Um, but obviously because he was the manager so I was never going to get a game so I remember saying to my mum uh, oh, I want to I be a goalkeeper and obviously we'll get on to it but my granddad's a goalkeeper as well and, and she sort of went oh god here we go here we go again so like so I'm like, oh, I want to be a goalkeeper I'm like, well, you're going to have to leave the team and all, all my mates played for that team so um, so then just so happened the next day I went to school and there was an advert local team needed a goalkeeper so it was like almost fate intervened and here I was moving away from all my friends gone and joined this other team played in goal Anyway, played for them for the first six months of the season, and then and then I signed Shrewsbury Town. Um, so I was in the academy at Shrewsbury from nine through to to, to uh, then sign my scholarship. Did, did my first year scholarship when I was seventeen, and then um, and then Southampton then bought me uh, to start my second year scholar. So then I was there from seventeen, obviously through to 
through to summer with a with a year online at Dundee United um, in the middle there. But yeah, it um, started off as a as a defender originally. It's funny you say that though, because when you watch your play and obviously how you you know distribute the ball and things like that, it's, it's clear to see that you've obviously had some experience outfield. However, you're probably quite young, I guess, at the time when you were. Yeah, I was, I was very. I, I would say that, that that probably comes from obviously you know I was at for a lot of time and. Um, we do obviously the manager wanted us to play from the back and stuff, and where we obviously didn't play, but training we trained that in that manner and, and trained and sort of playing out from the back and stuff. So, so I think the gaffer was aware that that was part of my skill set. Sort of when he was looking to bring a goalkeeper to the club, and that, I think that was part of the reason why I ended up here under him. Yeah. So you um, obviously you mentioned that you were seventeen, came from the Shrewsbury team, had to move all the way down to Southampton. Now I used to live in Bournemouth, so now oh, the way yeah. it is. Um, how was that for you as a seventeen-year-old? Yeah, it's tough. And I'll be honest, I, I, I struggled a lot with um, kind of like imposter syndrome, I would say. You know, I'd, I'd gone from you know, my local team. I, I used to walk to training every day. I lived 10 minutes away from the stadium. I used to walk in every morning. And it was it was the best club ever. And, you know, my, my granddad's in the Hall of Fame there. It was proper, like, that club means so much to my family. And, uh, and then, yeah, it, was, it all happened so fast. So I, I got a call on the Monday because uh, I thought I was going to go to Derby County. I know they were watching um, Jason Piercy was their goalkeeper coach used to watch me a lot but I got a call on the Monday and my agent was like oh Salah they're interested they're going to make it they're going to make a bid for you and yeah right whatever like I've heard this one before like you're not sure nothing will come of it anyway Tuesday he texted me he went um, oh Salah's goalkeeper coach is going to, going to give you a ring today I was thinking alright okay maybe this, is, maybe this is gathering some legs so uh, sat in Costa with two of the other lads that played for Shrewsbury at the time and uh, phone goes and it's, a, it's, a, it's an unknown number so I sort of take it Hello, this is Dave Wilson, Salam the goalkeeper. Bear in mind, Salam the goalkeeper coach at the time was also the England goalkeeper coach. So he rings me and uh, he's like, um, you know, we've been watching you. We're, uh, we, we want to sign you, we want to make it happen. Um, desperate for you to come to the club. Um, we, we've got a European game and I'm going away with international duty, but when I get back, hopefully you'll be a part of the club. So I'm thinking, fuck it. I'm sorry, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, oh, this, this is happening. This, this is, well, it's still got form as well. Like, so, <laughs> so, so I pull that down. <laughs> Walk back into Costa. Cake, anyone? Sandwich as well? Anyway, it's on me, lads. Looks like I'm off. So, um, anyway, heard nothing for the rest of the week, thinking, you know, I'm Googling how far away it is. You know, I had a girlfriend at the time. Just just heads up, like, I might not be here for much longer, blah, blah, blah. So, anyway, um, Friday, we were actually going overnight for a game. We were playing Scunthorpe away, I remember it. And uh, we're on team coach, going to Scunthorpe. I'm sat, I'm sat next to the West Pal, we're in the back of the coach. Where the phone goes, it's my agent. Yeah, all done. What do you mean it's all done? I didn't discuss personally. Yes, yeah, all done. You sign. You go down on Monday and sign for him. So from Monday to Monday, that was it. So uh, he said, right, the one condition is you've got to play this game against Scunthorpe. So I played this game. And I'm like, oh, no one come anywhere near me. Like I, anything, but I get it. We won two 0 but I, I don't remember. The game was an absolute blur. And then sort of at the end of the game, I just went, lads, like I'm not going to be in on Monday. I'm, I'm leaving. And I've been in this club since I was nine years old. Was, this club was everything I knew. And um, it was, it was a big, big cult. My mum dropped me off at the uh, train station with a rucksack on my back. Didn't know how long I was going down for. I had a rucksack on my back. She dropped me off at the train station about 7.30. She's in tears. I'm, my life's about to change completely. Um, got down there and signed. And, uh, and yeah, that was it. But I was, I was 17. And, and for a long time, like, I didn't really feel like I belonged. Like, I felt, you know, I was, I was playing under-18s football at Shrewsbury Town. I, I played the odd reserve game. But to go from there to then being, you know, I'm walking around the dressing room and, Fraser Forces over there and James Will Prowse over Dusan Tadic and that Southampton team, you know, Victor Wanyama, Sadio Mane. And it was a really big team and I, I was seeing these guys around the place and in my head they were just characters on, on the TV screen and 
that sounds really cliche, I know, but I felt like, do I, what have I done to, to be here, really? So it, I didn't really feel like I belong. Cause, and again, so that Saturday after, I played Scunthorpe Shoot on Saturday, and Saturday after, I'm playing Chelsea away at Cobham. I think we got beat 3-1 or whatever, but it was just like, wow, my life changed really quickly. For someone who's 17 years old as well, that's crazy. I mean, obviously, you look at people who go to university at their 18 and they still struggle with that. But for a 17-year-old to move that far away from home, that's crazy, right? Well, yeah, it was, it was tough. I, I, I didn't get home very often. I, um, very lucky I still speak to, to this day, but I, I got put into digs with a, with a lovely Irish lady, Rosa, and she was, she was amazing. I literally turned up at her doorstep. The guy kicked me out of the car. He, he'd give me a tour of the city, kicked me out of the car, went, right, this is where you stay. Turned up at her door and she was like, Oh, I didn't, didn't know you were staying there. And I was like, all right, okay. So I had this, this tiny little box room thing with my feet were borderline hanging out the edge. And uh, and, and uh, she went, oh, you know, you can stay for the week and we'll see how you feel. I ended up staying there for 18 months, I think. I just We just got on really well because the other two lads that were living there, they would go home every weekend. But Shrewsbury was uh, like a three, uh, three and a half hour drive from there, so I didn't go home very often. And uh, it... it, it it never really felt like home, Southampton. You know, I, I had I had good times and bad times, but it never really felt like I never really felt a sense of belonging really down there. And do you feel that now? Yeah, massively. Because everybody's buying you, mate. Yeah, no, it's, it's easy enough for me to say that, but it's I've, I've been here in the grand scheme of things. I've been here for five minutes, but it, it feels like I've been here forever. Like I, I don't know. It's just the people have been so welcoming, and, and it helps when you're playing all right. Like I think I'm playing all right at the minute. I'm certainly are. So it, that that's helped helped me to settle in. Yeah, um, I think you've helped yourself, mate. Mm. I can't lie. I think the way that you've sort of bought into it, the way that you give your gloves to fans, and you just just how you are around the club, it's just well, so remember, nice to see. I remember. Um, so to cut a very very long story short, I used to try and leave Southampton every every transfer window. I'd be like, oh, Harry's out again. He's in the gaffer's office. Anyone wants to leave, blah, blah blah. And it was never kicking doors down, never kicking the screen or anything. But I wanted to go and play football. I was yeah. desperate to go and play football. So uh, it got to the point where. Um, I thought I was going to play. I didn't play. So I said, look, enough's enough. I've, I've got to get out of it. So I remember in January, so this was last January, I remember um, rattling around trying to find the club. It's really difficult as a goalkeeper to try and find the club. It's, uh, it, it's hard to find somewhere. So I remember I got, I got a phone call early on in January. Conference club wanted to go there. I won't say who, but a conference club wanted to go there. So I get, nah, nah, I'll play the conference. Surely I can get better than that. Now it gets the last couple of days of the window and my agent's like, I think you're going to have to take that. And I'm thinking, oh, God. So then I'm being from Shrewsbury and my agent as well looks after him. I'm, I'm quite close with Joe Hart, who's one of my all-time heroes. So he said, my agent said, oh, give Hart your ring, see what he says. So I rang him, I said, look, like, I've got this offer on the table. I really don't do it, but I've got no other option. And I remember what he said. He said, sometimes it's not about how good you are. It's about where you fit, especially as a goalkeeper. It's, it's about where you fit in the league. You no, know, some teams have their goalkeeper sort of and it's done. But he said, Wherever you go, you've got to go with 110%. You've got to go and give it everything you've got. You've got to immerse yourself in every single part of that club when you go there. So it transpired that that move didn't work out because, again, Southampton kind of got in the way. But like there and then, I made a decision that wherever I was going to go next, like it wasn't just going to be on the. It wasn't just going to be oh, I play football for Bradford City. It was going to be I'm representing Bradford City everywhere I go, and whether that's on the pitch, off the pitch, around the place, around the city, wherever it is. I'm going to buy into that 110%, and that was sort of the attitude that he gave me. So it was never, like I said, with that conference team, I didn't want to go there. I never needed convincing to come here, but because of that chat I'd had with him, it was sort of like being a footballer is more than just kicking the ball around for 90 minutes on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, like, 
it must have been difficult for you. I mean, I'll go back a little bit, but you know, we talk about Southampton times. That must have been really difficult for yourself because obviously you weren't getting any game time. Um, I'll be honest, one of my friends, I was talking to one of my friends when you signed for us, who was a Southampton fan, I said, Oh, you signed Harry Lewis? He said, Don't really know anything about him. <laughs> How, me. But but how how mentally how did that affect you the, the fact that you you know you were looking for a club you were knocking on that door um, the manager's door trying to get that that move how did that affect you it was tough um, it was really tough uh, you know people would always just say to me you know, oh be selfish like you're in it for you now like you don't know the club anything because the, the guys that know me know that everything I do I'm 100 percent into it. And, I've never sacked off anything in my life, but I used to get a lot of shouts of like, you've got to be so much good at this for you, because at some point, the chance is going to come. And it, it got really, really tough. There was there was a stage last season, and um, I'm okay to talk about it. I remember, I remember in December last year, so Frey's one of my best pals in the game. He was injured, so I was like, I'm on the bench, and Al McCarthy's playing, and he's sort of hobbling around, holding his hamstring, and I'm on the bench thinking, here we go, Premier League debut, I'm on. But he, he sort of get through the game, and then um, and then after the game, he has a scan. He's good to have a couple of weeks. So I'm sort of right about the trainer. I'm like, here we go. This, this is it. This is dropped. I'm, I'm like, this, yeah, is, yeah. this is my, this is what I've worked. Because at this point, I've been third choice goalkeeper for three years, thinking I've been waiting for number one or two. I've been waiting for a freak instant for number one or two to get injured. I'm in it. Here we go. This is it. And uh, I remember they brought in Willie Caballero, who at this point had been without a club for six months. He'd been training at Wimbledon. And I rang my agent and said, well, I'm knackered then, but he's going to play. He went, well, of course they brought in Willie Caballero, they need someone to sit on the bench for you. So then I'm sort of like, yeah, you're right, yeah, they do need someone to sit on the bench for me. That, exactly right. And um, as the week went on, sort of, he wasn't named the team, and I was in and out of team shape and whatever. And he got to the Thursday and I said to the goal coach, I was like, look, enough's enough, like, am I playing or not? And he was like, oh, I, I don't know, I don't know, so I need to find out for the manager. So I got a call Thursday night, really sorry, but we're going to go with Willie. And I remember I felt sick. It was, it was professionally, it's the hardest thing I've ever had to deal with. You know, I remember, and this is this is six months ago, well, longer than that now, it's December, but I remember vividly like going around my neighbours, used to go around there once, once a week. I remember sitting there and thinking, oh, maybe football's not for me. Maybe I, maybe I don't want to do this, you know. It, and it was, it was tough because I felt, because I was getting messages from chairman, the captain, saying, oh, I really think you deserve this chance. And even to his credit, again, Willie Caviar, one of the, Best guys I've met in football, fantastic guy. I remember after the game, uh, not straight after the game, a couple of days later, he said, uh, I'm, I'm really sorry, I know this must have been really tough for you to take. He said, and for the record, I, I didn't know I was going to play, I didn't expect to play. You trained really, really well last week and I thought you deserved a chance to play, but you know, I got picked in the team, whatever. But that, that was really a killer blow because I'd done everything right and uh, that, was, that was a time when I felt that sometimes in, in football, like being, a, being a nice guy and doing everything properly, mm doesn't always pay off but what I've seen now is sometimes you just have to wait a little bit longer and it does pay off because that's that's what I feel like has happened here now. So what happened then because obviously City came along um, and, and signed you of course so who had that initial conversation with you and then what made your mind up to sign here? Did you have other offers on the table? Oh it's a good it's a good story actually I really feel like uh, like fate sort of intervened with this one so um, I, won't, I won't say who but I had uh, I had a bit of interest off, off another club and uh to the point where I'd gone in and trained for a couple of days. I had a couple of days training, sort of, in May, this would have been, I had a couple of days training, my agent had the contact there, and they were really keen. So I'd gone in training, whatever, blah, 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 and uh, they went, right, we're, we're going to the playoffs, but we'll, 
we'll let you, we'll let you know once we see if we go up or we stay down. So I'm thinking, all right, okay, I did all right there, like, but they're not really saying anything. I'm not sure what's going to happen. And then um, I remember it, we were uh, Southampton. We played Brighton, so I was in Brighton with Southampton, the third choice goalkeeper in the day. And the goalkeeper coach pulled me and he said, uh, "Oh, the the 23s are playing Newcastle tomorrow. Do you want to play?" And I was like, "Well, where is it?" He went, "St James's." I'm in Brighton. You want to go to Newcastle tomorrow? <laughs> it's a bit of a trick, like next one. Oh, Jesus Christ! Like no, but you can't say no. It was a t- like in football, you can't say no. So I was like, "Yeah, no, fine, right? Yeah, fine. I'll, I'll go play Newcastle tomorrow." So I wake up in the morning at six a.m. I've got a flight at seven a.m. from Southampton to Newcastle, Logan. I remember sitting there on my own in the back seat, thinking, "God, what am I doing? I could have had the day off. Like, this is crap." <laughs> so I've flown up there anyway, like play the game. So I get to the game and and uh, tips my agent, be like, oh, "Quickly, can you get?" Club X, who I've been on trial, can you get them to come watch the game? So yeah, they were, they were in the stands. So uh, told the 23s manager, look, I'm, this team's in the stands, like, it's a big game for me. Blah, blah, blah. So I played the game. Thought I'd done really well, actually. I like, was really happy. I think we won 4-2 um, against Newcastle. City. I thought I'd done really well. So then, um, after the game, you know, the club had sent me through um, like the list of scouts that were at the game. And this scout from this team were there watching. So I texted my agent and said, you know, I think I've done really well there, like, really happy. They'll, they'll be impressed with me. I know they'll be impressed. So then anyway, like, a couple of days later, my agent's heard nothing from this club. Brilliant. And at this point, I'm out of contract at South London. I'm 24. I've got three games in FA Cup and four games in Scottish Championship to my name. Very little. So, um, so my agent rings and goes, um, I'm just going to fuck off Bradford. They might be interested. I said, no. Mint. Like, nice. Someone, someone's, someone's interested. If that, that's good. So, um, anyway, uh, about two weeks later, I remember I was at home, I was in the garden, and he rang me. Uh, yeah, it's all done. Again, yeah, it's all done. No, no <laughs> personal term. Yeah, 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 it's all done. Yeah. What do you mean it's all done? <laughs> do you want to sign for Bradford? I was like, yes. Yes, I do. And uh, he's like, right, yeah, you're going down on Friday to sign. So I'm, I'm like, how, how did this happen? Going down or going up? Sorry, going up. Sorry. I'm, <laughs> no, like, no. I'm, I'm like, how did this happen? And he was like, uh, he said, a guy called Stephen Gent. Stephen Gent, never heard that name before. So look through this list. And at that point, Gent, he was still working for Middlesbrough. Mm. So when he watched me play, he was working for Middlesbrough. And then he happened to get this job a couple of weeks later. And I just so happened, he just so happened to speak to the gaffer who obviously knew me from Southampton. Yeah. Put two and two together and got four. And this sort of just materialised out of nowhere. But um, it was, yeah, it was, I was actually playing that game thinking I was trying to impress some other club <laughs> and then this guy who worked for a completely different club got a job here and, and that's how it happened and you coming here it's, it's interesting because what I will say about you is that when you signed on Twitter everyone's like Bradford fans are just sometimes toxic like who is this guy oh. we, want, we want an experienced goalkeeper mm-hmm. we, you know Richard O'Donnell went we need somebody to come in that's experienced blah blah and then the friendly Bradford Park Avenue mm-hmm. you rushed out you rushed out <laughs> <laughs> You won't forget, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You rushed out, and everyone's thinking, oh my God, what have we signed for? <laughs> but in fairness, you've been fantastic ever since. And we actually wanted to give you a bit of a welcome to Bradford if um, Declan could do, didn't do the honours. Oh, wow. There's a bit of tweed in that basket. You know? <laughs> um, they're not all for you, though. They're oh, all right. that's class. We don't want you to feel like you're on your own. So there's a couple of bits in here. Oh, yeah, I'll get these around the lads. Oh, that's class. No, no, they're, they're just for you. Forget the lads. <laughs> they didn't agree to come on here just yet. So these are all like yeah. Yorkshire products. And that one, yeah. I thought you liked that one. You drive, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you might need that. Oh, class. It's a bit of a Yorkshire signs and stuff from what the main is. Oh, 
Now you've mastered your Yorkshire accent. No, well, now I'm in, yeah, I'm in yeah. a flat cap on. So there you go, yeah. I'm in. Here we go, get yours on as well. Yeah. I do a bit of Dick Van Dyke, mate, you know, backwards. You go backwards? Yeah, a bit of chip chitty bang, mate. <laughs> yeah, of course, I've seen it. Yeah. Will I sing it? I'll sing it. I'll sing it. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I will sing it. There you go. There you go. Look like a proper granddad now. I've got a cardigan on, a flat cap. Um, so, yeah, we just wanted to give you a couple of bits, mate. Just to oh, I appreciate you. that. Uh, have you heard of these? No. Them crisp Seabrook. Made in Bradford, then. Made in Bradford? Yorkshire, Bradford, yeah. Oh, Mate, okay. you should have done because they are down south. They are. Yeah. They're everywhere, so yeah. you should have done. But that's pale ale. Yeah, that's made in Keithley, that one one. The best performing beer in the world, I'll have you know. Okay. So you might not. Are you a, are you a beer drinker? Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. They're Yorkshire mix, they're like a. If we went on Saturday, maybe. Yeah. Well, you could take a picture drinking it up the fucking chickens, you know. Okay. We'll yeah. take it. I'm in. Yeah. So there you go. I'm glad that you put the Oh, thank you very much. All in. You're always all in, aren't you? I, I don't do anything by half measure. Love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. I think we'll, uh, like, we'll, we'll go on to, obviously, now you've signed City, gone through breezes. I always remember, to be honest with you, I, I always remember your first interview for City, and I remember going, this is incredible, because I thought you spoke so well, but you spoke so positively about the club, and I just thought, he's got something about him, this lad. And mm-hmm. I, I, I really hope it works for him. So you've signed for City um, very early. In fact, you were the first signing, I believe. I saw, other than Liam. Very early, wasn't it? I signed, and what was funny was I signed, and it was all announced dead quick, and uh, Southampton was still playing. And uh, I was still travelling with Southampton, so we signed. It was announced on the Monday. On the Tuesday, I'm pulling into St Mary's. We had, we had Liverpool, and I'm pulling in, and fans are going, didn't you just leave? And I was like, well, I'm, I'm not staying. I'm, I am going, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to be here. I don't want to be here, but yeah. I was like, I, was like I, I have to be here. So I was still sort of travelling with Southampton after having signed here, which, yeah. is, which was odd. But um, yeah, it got done so early, which is what I wanted as well, because I wanted to go into summer knowing that I had a job, because as well, I, I was out of work, which was scary, because I'd never been out of work. And at, at that time, I was sort of out, out of work, and it was, it was nice to have that sort of done and dusted. I could go and join the summer and really just get my head around what I was going to do and where I was going to be. But... Um, I remember thinking, you know, I remember thinking, if I was a Bradford fan, I'd be thinking, who's that? But why have we signed a keeper that's played three games? And I remember thinking, when I was doing the interview, thinking, nah, I'm just going to show you a bit of who I am. And uh, I, I had the meeting with the gaffer when I signed, the day I signed, I said, we knew each other a bit. And I sort of said, like, what's, what's the plan? Where do we want to be? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. He was like, oh, we don't want to be messing around the league too. Perfect, perfect. I don't, I don't want to go to a club where I'm floating about mediocrity, happy with just drawing it, but I want to go to a club where the manager there is sitting there going, yeah, we're not here to mess about. Oh. Perfect. Whole, like, not, I didn't start doing the whole, like, um, yeah, we're going up, we're going up. And straight away, that, that was me, that was my attitude. There was no two ways about it. There was no, oh, we'll, we'll try and see if we can make playoffs. No, if I'm here and I'm playing, 
let's go and automatically go up. And that was it. Absolutely love it. Love it. Just the way he speaks, man. I know, do you know Making me emotional. <laughs> well, well, I, can't, I can't concentrate on this happening. Can we do it No, no, don't. Please no, don't. I mean, look at the moustache in the ass. <laughs> it looks like he's lived in Yorkshire for about 40 years. But, you know. I want it like instant. Oh, God. Okay. First one. Best mate in the squad. Youngie. Worst trainer. Banksy. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, Banksy. I <laughs> wasn't expecting that. Worst hairstyle. Banksy. <laughs> Worst dress sense. Oh, it's got to be quick. Oh, that's hard. Um, Is it you? The old man. Yeah, you can name two I'm, or three. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Hendo, and I don't mind it because he's simple like me. But yeah, just another. Guy. I'd probably say me to be fair. <laughs> no, 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 that's good. No, no. Um, but uh, yeah, probably Hendo. Right. Harsh one. Love it. Favorite Harry Potter character. <sighs> Come on, this is gonna be quick. Wrong. Right? Wrong. Yes, good answer. Who's got the best looking partner in the squad? <laughs> <laughs> no comment, Youngie. <laughs> Exclusive, thank you. Just a beat. He's gonna know. kill me. Exactly. <laughs> so there you go. People, you're not single, mate. I'm gonna say that's broken a few hearts. I think in that, Redford. Yeah. What, no, what, no, no, no. I, 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 I haven't mentioned Liv yet, so Liv is yeah. my girlfriend, and she's very the best human being on earth. So. But we did mean other than your own. Yeah. Good lady. Me too. Yeah, I, I, I meant that too. I meant that too. He's a recovery. Absolute belter. So you've got a question. Yeah, so, oh, blimey, what is it? Oh, so, um, how do you boil milk? <laughs> I knew my mum was going to do something. <laughs> <laughs> so his mum, so just to let everyone know, his mum has told us about this. Bless her. She's actually been in contact quite a bit, as you know. Yeah, she's bought a flag. Uh, so, bless her, she's also given us a little bit of information. So... <laughs> How do you buy milk? I remember I was, uh, I, don't, I don't know how old, I was too young to be doing, too old to be doing stuff like this, but I remember I really wanted, you know, like a Horlicks. I really wanted Horlicks. Horlicks? Yeah. Is that a normal thing? No, I don't yeah. think it's a normal thing. I love, I love Unless you're, unless you're like 60, no? Was, yeah, was, I really wanted Horlicks. Right. I don't know why, but I really wanted this Horlicks. And uh, I was thinking, hot milk? Like, how do you do hot milk? I, I, I would have been... I'm, I'm gonna say twelve. She'd probably tell you I was sixty. I, I wasn't. I wasn't that old. I was probably about twelve. I want some hot milk, but wasn't sure how to do it. And I'm thinking, boil water in a kettle. Like, why couldn't you boil milk in a kettle? <laughs> so I've like filled this kettle up with milk, like put it on to the, the top. Of yeah, the yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I put this milk in the kettle and it's boiled up and whatever and horrible burning smell. So I've just poured it down the sink. <laughs> Well, if somebody else uses the kettle, they've broken it technically because they don't know it was me. So then mum's gone to make a cup, a cup of coffee or whatever and she put water in. She was like, milk? Who's boiled milk in it? And I'm, I'm like this, I'm like, like sinking back in my seat, like, oh, never. Anyway, she weren't, got it out of me, yeah, mum, yeah, I've been trying to boil milk in there. And she's like, why on earth are you doing that? I thought, well, if you can boil water, why can't you boil milk? And I still stand by the fact that that should be a thing. Um, what are you doing, pal? Yeah, I know. I know. I know that now. And if I had my time again, I would. I would boil it in the pan. To be honest, when cookies in your tea, he just he's always just saying or doing something hilarious. Like this probably isn't very funny at all, but he loves Easty, and we all love Easty. Easty's a great guy. We all love Easty. And he just bounces around the train, and every time he sees Easty, he just goes, "Easty," and it's just become <laughs> a thing now. Like, like me and Easty have stopped chatting because I'll just go Easty, and he'll go Lewis. And that's it, we don't even speak anymore, we just shout at each other and it's right. just it's just funny, some of the stuff you see like I don't want to drop cooking again, but like make it darts. 
Lost playing darts just naked. <laughs> what? Yeah, and he's, he's, he's a good darts player as well, by the way. Is it? Yeah, he's a good yeah. darts player. But, um, but naked, yeah. but what, what's, has he got a reason? He, he, ref- he says he's a bit of a nudist, which I, I believe <laughs> yeah. in. He spends a lot of time naked, but um, that's just cookie. He just, he just is who he is. He's brilliant. I love him. He's brilliant. He's brilliant, and he's banging goals. Oh, come on, the form. The form is unbelievable. He's, he's, he's so good. It really is. But a bit of naked darts. I can naked just darts, see him yeah. playing darts. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a bit of a physique anyway. His ass sticks out. I can just see him. Did you ever hear this story about Levi in the toilet brush? I haven't, I haven't. We'll talk about that later. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, so there's plenty of stories. That's what I thought we were expecting a few more from you, but maybe the people tell stories about you. Well, we haven't gone on the Christmas do yet, and yeah, that's, that's the story. Is that, so, is that planned? That will be soon, yeah. I'm not going to disclose when. Just because. <laughs> oh, fans will turn up. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, keep that to yourself. Yeah, but that'll, that'll but be. Are you fancy dressing? Yes, I'm also not going to. Dis- I'm going with a few of the lads, and I'm not going to disclose what we're wearing because the lads don't know what we're wearing. Either. Oh, so you, you're a bit. But there's, there's four of us that are going as a group. I know. I know Dicky and Brad are going as a two as well, doing something. But yeah, uh, yeah I can't publicly comment on what we're going. As. <laughs> so, so just talking about the squad, then, just to get us on a bit of a serious note, because otherwise, I'm not going to control ourselves. I've cried already, mate. I am. It seems from the outside looking in that this season it's a really tight knit group of players. Everybody's got that same. Mm-hmm. Vision of going of getting promoted is that this, I mean you're going to probably say yes but is that the case in the squad that everybody's just no I percent look I think like squads that I've been in and squads that I know of there's always going to be little groups yeah. and there is little groups you know mm. like, like like I talk a lot about sort of me EC Youngie and Banksy who say who do who do you'll be walking around the house and you'll go who do it's like me with up the chickens I think I started signing off every email with up the chickens yeah um, but anyway, anyway, like I said, so there's us four, like, and we're like young lads, not living at home, on our own, no kids, that sort of stuff. So we've become a bit of a group, yeah. and like, we'll go out for dinner and stuff like that, and look after each other really, because I think that's really important. Like I say, I'm away from home; these lads are away from home. It's, it's important that you've got like actual friends that you can go and spend time with. But we we are all also a big a big team. Like I say we're all pulling the same direction. We all want the same thing. And, you know, only 11 players can play, which is tough. Yeah. But um, as a squad, we all recognise that because of the numbers and because of the quality that we have in the dressing room and out on the training pitch and stuff like that, to be one of those players that's starting on a Saturday, you've got to have done something very, very right. To so even make the bench. Yeah. You know, Yoni struggled to make the bench, and he is, you know, he's second-top goalscorer. He's been absolutely fantastic yeah. this season. But that just goes and show how how high the quality is in the, in the, in the squad this year. Yeah. And um, that's that's the tough thing, and that's, that's where the gaffers... That's where the gaffer does 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 a good job. He's got to try and keep everybody happy, and that's that's not easy. It's a good headache to have it. Look, you've mm-hmm. got Jamie Walker coming back. Easy, yeah. phenomenal. Easy was good. Super. Great. Right so it, it's like, how do you get in? How do how does Junger get in? What does he need to do? Because there's so much quality out there, like you say. But yeah. it's nice to have that. And it's a good headache to have. Like and the so. depth for the Christmas when we come back from the well, Christmas break, we've got that depth. Well, the gaffer, the gaffer always says it's a long season. Yeah. We'll need everybody, and he's right. We will need everybody, yeah. and, and players are going to come in and they're going to come out, and that's that's part of the yeah. game. You need to be careful on the toilet though, because we can't. <laughs> <be there. laughs> yeah, let's not do that. I, I want to talk to you about. Um, obviously, we've talked about when you signed for City, and we've seen your performances, and I, I ain't going to lie. We have got a man crush on you, <laughs> and I think a lot, there's a lot of people that do. But I think the thing that we love about you is um, your enthusiasm on the pitch. Your distribution is incredible, <laughs> mate. But you know, the, just, you just seem to get stronger and stronger every game, and obviously the fans have really taken to that. So, have you got kind of a message to City fans and like you know? Because I think that we have tried to support you as much because we absolutely love you. Mm. Gary Walsh, who's a hero at this football club, right? 
What's my number one goalkeeper of all time? <laughs> you, mate, have now taken over that spot. But have you got a message for City fans, you know, um, the appreciation and things like that? Or? Yeah, it's, it, it, it's appreciated, you know, like, it, it doesn't go unnoticed from my side. Like, there's no way I'd be sitting here saying I feel at home after four months if I yeah. wasn't getting that reception, you know, because I know that the way I play as well, I, I like to pass it about, I like to try and... I'll be honest, I do what the gaffer tells me to do. And the gaffer tells me to try and keep the ball. doesn't want me to just shell the ball all game, long, all game long. So I try and play out and stuff like that. And I know that some people aren't into that. I know some people would rather me just put the ball down and kick it. You're, there, you're probably every cop, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, and I can, I can do that. And that's okay. And I, I know there are going to be those people. But that, that's fine. I'm doing, as, I'm doing as the gaffer tells me. Mm. But um, the, uh, in terms of like the welcome I've had and the reception I've had since I've been here, it's just been brilliant, really. Because it's just... It's, it's funny. I went to... Um, like I said, I had a really difficult time with London and uh, sort of fell out of love with the game. I, that, that phrase gets thrown around a lot, but I really did fall out of love with the game. Um, but then now, like, I went to the Etihad last week with my brother. Like, we used to go as kids to go and watch Man City. We were raised as City, kid, City fans as kids. And I went to the Etihad last week with my brother and we've been a couple of times and I've remembered what loving football is about. And, like, I remember what it felt like to be in a stand and to be genuinely buzzing and... To, to love those 11 idiots running about wearing your badge on a Saturday I've, I've remembered what that's like so like a lot of the time especially here a lot of time I feel like I am a spectator because not too often this season especially at home I've had much to do I look, I look at Doncaster crew even Crawley Harriet to an extent yeah. I've not had loads to do and sometimes I'm frustrated as well sometimes I'm in the goal you just stick the ball in the goal please but it's, it's, it's not easy it's not as easy as that but um that, that's one thing that the relationship I have with the fans and the fans in general have given me is reminded me what it feels like to just to be in love with football again. And it's, it's wouldn't trade for I've, I've said it a few times. It's, it's the best job in the world I've got right now. You can see it though, the way that you know you're joining with songs, you're, you're pumping your chest and stuff, and we're all there in crowd out thinking this yeah. guy. Aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Every time, every time, mate. <laughs> and talking about the crowd, I just want to bring you mum up again. Not oh, a good way. Hang on, yeah. No, I just wanted to say that, I mean, she just follows you everywhere, doesn't she? Um, uh, yeah, I, 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 um, so she, uh, we, we waited, I say we, I, I waited a long time to be a number one at a football club. I know she did too. You know, she, she's so proud of everything that I do and everything that I've done. And she's waited a long time for me to get this opportunity. She's seen me really struggle with football. She's seen it, let's like, say, fall out of love with football and find football really tough and go through some difficult difficult times with it. So then for her to see me now sort of in this state, having the fun that I'm having, loving the game the way I'm loving it, it, it it's just, it's such a big family thing for me. And, um, you know, I, I uh, she asked me for a shirt when the goalkeeper shirts came out, she asked me for um, for a shirt with my name on the back. So I remember it. I asked, I asked Robbie, I said, oh, can you sort it out and you can take it up there and whatever and give it to the players and she can wear it. And um, he took it up and he must have given it to Paige behind the bar because my mum didn't have it. And I was like, oh, I'm not really sure. I've paid for it. Blah, blah, blah. Said, oh, I don't know, it must not be sorted. Whatever. Anyway, I went to, went to go see Paige at the bar and she had it behind the bar. So she gave me this shirt. Okay, so I handed it up. Mum, it's that shirt you want. She burst into tears. Did she, she just burst into tears. like, And I was like, what is it? Oh, what is it? She took it out of wrapper and had like, Lewis number one on the back. And, She's giving this like big hug, and she's like, "I just, I just waited so long for this, like for you, but, but it's just, it's just such a good feeling, and yeah. to see her like that and follow me around and be in the way and stuff like that, it's just, it's really cool. 
it's, it's funny because she messaged us and she said, oh, I, I think I remember remember yourself, but she's got the most miles on the app, hasn't she? <laughs> <laughs> for a City fan, because she comes home games. She's really proud of it. She's so. kind of like incognito on that fan yeah. on that. And she'll she'll pick a team every week. She won't ask me. She won't ask. She won't, there's no spoilers for me. But she'll pick a team every week. Yeah. She's logging them out. She was gutted because she went to Grimsby and she forgot to log them out or something. It was the end of the world. No. She must have told me about ten times. And I was like, all right, mum. But yeah, she's actually travelled the most miles ever, which is <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> really, really Jolly Brayson will be few. I know he will be. Yeah. Um, so, uh, rest of your family, do they follow you as well? Yeah. Um, What's, what's actually been really nice to so so my my little brother, my best man in the whole world, he's uh, he lives in Manchester. So he's he's been through it to every game. You know, he was at BPA, he was at Barrow away, he's he's been to everything. Yeah. You know, he's he's the biggest fan, biggest biggest brother fan going. And uh, he loves it. But um I uh I, I don't see my dad too often, my big brother as well. My big brother lives in Swindon, I don't see my dad too often and uh, you know, He's actually coming again on Saturday, but I've seen he's been to two or three games, which is probably the most I've seen him in the last sort of four or five sort of years. So, as silly as this might sound, but me playing football for Bradford City Football Club has like brought my family together in a way wow. that I didn't really see coming, to be honest. But that's been really nice. Yeah, it's made me feel quite proud because my big brother, he, um, my mum was telling me she was sat with him. This would have been what game? Was it? Maybe the crew game, maybe something like that. And uh, mostly she was sat next to, to Jack, and uh, Jack was sat there like this, like stone-faced, stone-faced, and uh, I was like, are you alright? Like, he was like, yeah, fine, 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 fine. And then it gets to half-time, Mum's like, are you, are you not enjoying this? And Jack was just like, I've just never seen him play before. Yeah. He was like, it's horrible! Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible, yeah. and, and, um, and Liv was the same. Um, my girlfriend Liv, she, uh, she works on, on Super Yachts and stuff like that, so she's away three months and back for a month. Hello, Deck. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of glamour, I guess. So she, it's not quite as glamorous as that, but she, uh, she, she that's what she does. So she, um, so she's away for a few months, and she's home for a month. So she's home December first. Can't wait. But she got a week off randomly, and uh, she managed to come to Tranmere away for Stevenage at home. So she got hundred percent win records. So I can't wait for her to get back. Need her back. And um, it would do. she was in the, she was in the away end at Tranmere. It was the first time she'd ever watched me play. She used to watch football as a kid. Away, but it was the first time she ever watched me play. She was just like, I don't think I've breathed, I've breathed for 90 minutes. It's the most horrible thing in the world, especially in the way when you're that tight and yeah. stuff like that. She just, it's horrible. Like, my family, they love it, but they hate it. You know, I don't know yeah. if you ever look up, if you look up on the second stand and you'll see a middle-aged woman pacing along the stand like this. Like, <laughs> like, like, like this. My little brother will be like this. Like, they love it, but they hate it because it's nerve-wracking, isn't it? <laughs> I want to ask you about, um, so, so I know for you go watch the women's game quite a bit, don't you? Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what kind of made you want to get involved with that? Uh, it was actually somebody in, the, in one of the lounges. They said, um, I, was, I, was, I was walking up to go and see my mum, and uh, she was like, oh, my her daughter was involved with the women's team. I said, oh, you know, we, don't, we, don't get many people, we don't get many people come to the games and stuff like that. Well, that's, a real, that's a real shame, that, because... You saw with the lionesses in the summer, like women's football's kicking on right yeah. now, and, and I wasn't really aware that we had a women's team at that point. And um, is it BPA again? Little male, Mrs. Works away. Better way to spend a Sunday afternoon and go and watch some soccer. So um, yeah, I just I don't know. I'm sure that sometimes they can watch us play. Like I always, when I go and watch other people play, like if if the lads that aren't playing with a friend or something, or it's a young team or whatever, I always think like. They, want, they have to sit through watching me play the yeah. The least I can do is go and watch them. So, no, it was, it, it, it was nice to support. You know, I, I don't really like... I go and try and keep my head down, this sort of thing, because I know it's going to be a lot of... It's not about, oh, 
how loose is this game? I don't want it to be like that, so I sort of, no, I've, I've always got a hat on. And to I'm be fair, mate, I've got to say, because I was at BPA and I said, I thought you were going to be there. <laughs> I couldn't find you. went, oh, because I was with uh, one of my friends. He went, oh, yeah, and Harry said he was there. Yeah. So you must properly do it because yeah, I was yeah. working everywhere for you. Well, it was like that time when I went to, <laughs> when I went to go and see the Bally Bulldogs. Uh, Bradford, uh, Bradford Bulls play Bradford Bulls. Bulls. <laughs> God, Jesus, cut that. <laughs> I went to go see the Bradford Bulls yeah, play, yeah. and um, I remember obviously we'd, we'd been out there before I was hanging, and uh, I needed some fresh air. And I, I don't live too far away from the stadium, but I went and I had like, I had, like a cap on. I was like, I was like stood. I was leaning. I didn't even sit down. I was leaning against the stand. I thought I don't want anyone to see me today. And uh, Lewis texted me. And he was like, "Oh, big Bulls fan, are you?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, are you here? And he was like, yeah. And he was having me on. Anyway, and then he sent me this picture that one of the photographers had seen me there. I thought, oh, no. And then he was like, do you mind if it host it? I was like, yeah, but I'm severely hungover. <laughs> so uh, obviously that ended up doing the rounds. Like, but I just figured, like, rugby league's a big thing up in up here, isn't it? And, you know, when in Rome, so who the Romans do? Was that the first experience of rugby league? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And, and Bradford Bulls weren't great. But I'm sure, I, I, from what I hear, this season's going to be miles better. Well, this season they're going to be playing against Keith Lacoudas. Which Big is in the BD Plus. But we, as well. but we don't talk about rugby league, do we? We don't, but oh, okay. you can go to a game if you want. Uh, yeah, I'm there. I'm there. Yeah. I do want to ask you about Mamma Mia, though. So, you know, <laughs> is, it, is it something you watch to, to cheer you up a little bit? You know, if you, uh, Is it something you watch often now? Or? Well, like I said, me and Young, we're good pals, and you know, he asked me about my missus working away, and his missus works away quite a lot because of Mamma Mia, you know, it's a touring show. I know you think of his missus, but I only meant the film. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 I just dropped myself in it. <laughs> no, no, um, so she, she'll work away, so she's in Belfast at the moment, she's there for a couple of weeks now, so we've been both talking about our oh, girlfriends are away, so we found a bit of common ground and sort of that sort of side of things. I remember just being like, I'd love to go see her in the show, because I like going to see shows, I'm a big fan of like West End Theatre yeah. and all that sort of stuff, I've, I've been to a few shows, and uh, he was like, yeah, I can sort of have tickets, alright, cool. And then um, just so happened that she was in Sheffield, like after the Harrogate game, and uh, obviously Ruben B, I was really, really pissed off. And uh, he had two tickets. So he was like, oh, do you want to go through and watch it? I was like, oh, yeah. Christ, yeah. That sounds good. And uh, she, as, from my, my limited understanding, she's normally like one of the dancers, but on this night she was filling in for Sophie. And obviously Sophie's like the main part. And um, so I was, I, was, I was like, oh, wow. Like, like Phoebe's actually going to be playing Sophie. And he was like, yeah. And Liam was like, yeah, I've seen it like seven or eight times. It's not a big thing. I was, I was like, your girlfriend is going to be Sophie. <laughs> he was like, yeah. And I was like... Doesn't that mean she has to kiss Sky though? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh, well, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> so we went for a bit of food or whatever, and then we get our seats. And, and by the way, like, I'd said hello to her, her mum and dad if you're watching, hello. And um, they, uh, they, they, went, they went to the show as well. But we were sat on our own in the middle. So we were sat like right front and centre. So she could see us definitely. So anyway, they're, um, so they're doing their thing or whatever. And brilliant show, brilliant show. Go and watch it. You're in Belfast, go and watch it. And uh, she was amazing, seriously, seriously talented anyway. The song, um, Lay All Your Love On Me, was on. And I don't know if you've seen the film, but like, she's like, lay on the beach, and this guy's like, lay on top of her. Anyway, I'm sat next to Young, and I'm going, I wouldn't have that. <laughs> I wouldn't have that. She, she looked like she lingered a bit, didn't she? I wouldn't be having that if I was you. Oh, have, you have you met him? So, so I'm giving her a bit the whole, way, half, the whole way through the first half. Anyway, the interval comes. There's a guy sat on the other side, and I must have been giving it the beans, because the guy on the other side went, Right, I take it one of you's with the lead then. And England, yeah, Phoebe, that's my girlfriend, she's playing Sophie anyway. So sat there, watched the second half of the show. More of the same from me. 
And uh, Eric finished the guy next to him, stood up, but shook his hand and went, Yeah, well done, mate. <laughs> <laughs> sitting there calm. Not but anyway, so, so we'd had this, and like, let's say it was, it was Layla Your Love on Me, was, was, yeah. was the song that, that was going. So we were in the gym the next day, and uh, I was in there with Matt, Nick, the physio, we called yeah. him Nash, but Nick, and he, he, was on the, um, he was on the speaker. And I went, Here, when Young walks in, just play Lay All Your Love on Me, would you? So Young walks into the gym, and I'm there, like, Don't go! <laughs> <laughs> he was just looked at me, and oh, no, and I told all the lads as well. I wouldn't have that, that was my missus. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you told everyone, didn't you? Guys? Yeah, yeah, I've got a habit of doing that. Because <laughs> you, you're another fan, aren't you? In, in the well, I, I am, and like I said, I'm a musical theatre fan, you know, I've, I've seen Lay Miz a couple of times, I've seen Hamilton, um, Book of Mormon, I love too, and uh, going to sit all my missus, me and my missus are going to go and see Matilda. Hope she's not. I've been. This. It's good. Good, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's good. She's not watching. Really this. good. Really good. And, I, and the, the question I asked you about Abra is because there's a, a song that the uh, City Media team tried to get going a little bit, wasn't there? Yeah. Because we need a new chant for you, don't we? Abra? We do. Yeah, yeah. The, the Lewis. I've, I've always had the Lewis chant uh, yeah. when I was done. You know, I was getting saying it. it's it's nice to. It, but don't get me wrong. I'm absolutely not moaning. People are chanting my name in a positive way. Yeah. That's fantastic. But. I feel like we can do a bit better than that. A bit better than that, yeah, agree. Should we sing it together? Gimme, 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 do you think? If you join in. Gimme, gimme, gimme a keeper from Shrewsbury. His name is Harry Lewis and he plays for City. And he plays for City. There you go. And it's got to be... It's clapping a lot. It's got to be... So City fans, that's what we need to sing for him. That's what he wants. Is that what you want? Oh, that's what he wants. I'm not fussy, I'll tell you what I can get. But it's an improvement, isn't it? It is an improvement, yeah. It would be cool. Talking about Bradford, obviously, Curry Capital. Mm. If you're going to go for a Curry afterwards, Whoa. and if you want to go, we'll take you, but you don't have to. Not to be a pressure or but what would you choose? What would you go for? I'm a big chicken booty, man. That's fine. What yeah. you haven't started, though, what you haven't started, that's the most important part. Is it? Yeah. Obviously, Poppadoms. Obviously, oh, you guys don't say that's kind of an appetizer, so I was going to say. What do you do? You pickle trade? You're a bit of everything on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chuck a lot on there, yeah. I'm not really like, oh, I'm dying for an Indian, but socially, curry and a cobra. Yeah. That's a bit of me. Big yeah. naan. Big yeah, yeah, big massive naan. Big, up. big, yeah. uh, big uh, keema naan I'd go. Yeah. Um, Greedy man. Do you bother with rice? Because I hate, I can't bother with rice. I'll split the rice. I'll yeah. Split, I, I, you're I'll just some culture, that you? Yeah, I'll split. I yeah. Went Do you have chips? Nah, I'd, I'd have a naan. Just want a naan. You've got a bit nah, of crisps, haven't you? Nah, I'm not fussed. We, we went to, I've not been to many, but I went to, went to Montaz yeah. uh, after the Derby game, which I think was the first friendly. I went to, went to Montaz and uh, now obviously like, a bit of stuff we've been out in Spain when we were back and, oh, can I, can I have a beer? I don't do beers, do they? I was gutted. No. Yeah, oh, time yeah, for yeah. a beer. Some, some you can take your own. And then oh, some, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that but yeah, that, that one doesn't at all. Nah, I was dying for a beer, but... Yeah. You chose wrong with, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, it's a poor choice. Other Indian restaurants in Korea have Sarah Bill. Degree. Can you tell us a bit about your degree? I can, I can. Um, so uh, I had my first year as a professional and it turns out that being a football is really boring. I don't know if you like people wow. think that, I don't know if people think it's rock and roll. Yeah, but definitely I would. You you get in and I get in early, which is nine o'clock, which is not early, but I get in early. So what time is that? Nine o'clock is Well, it? you don't have to be in until ten, but I get in about nine because me and Yogi, if, if you ever watch Sky Sports News in the morning, right, they do a mystery player. I don't know if you've ever seen it, <laughs> yes, but you get three yes. really obscure clues and you've got to guess who the player is. Yeah. And it's become the highlight of my day. <laughs> but me and Yogi will sit there. I remember once Yogi got, uh, who did he get? The clues were, been in a Disney film and he's big mates with uh, Prince William. Yogi went, John Carew. I went, shut up, it's John Carew. Anyway, the third clue, I don't know what it was, John Carew. He was, he was cartwheeling around the yeah. dressing room, it was unbelievable. 
Well, the, Billy's, the Bill connections there, I guess, with Prince William. Yeah, must be. But yeah, so, so, so we get in early, early in the morning to play mystery, mystery player because we're so sad. Um, but yeah, so normally you get in, you could get in at 10, and if you wanted to, you could be out the door by 1 o'clock, realistically. I'm probably there till 2 ish, but then you've got this big gap between 2 o'clock yeah. and about 10 pm when you go to go to bed. So I did my first years of pro and thought, I'm bored, I'm super bored. So uh, I went out on Scotland, and as well, I moved to Scotland. Um, so it was a bit cheaper to do a degree up there, so they actually started there and it's a little bit cheaper. So I thought, I'm, I'm, a, I'm miles and miles away from everybody I know and love. I may as well do something worthwhile with my time. So I started this degree, then came back to Southampton. Right, you, you're going to be third choice this year. All right, I'm not playing, so um, oh, I'll keep it going then, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, I did, it took me five years, all in all. Uh, uh, did a psychology degree. I got 2-1. I averaged 77%, which I'm really proud of. And uh, yeah, just did it because I was bored, to be honest. Uh, and uh, yeah, really cool. I didn't play any football for five years, but I did have the degree. You did a psychology degree too, yeah. as well. Most, then. most footballers play golf, don't they? When they're bored, and yeah, yeah I, sure. I, I play golf, but I never actually golf. Yeah, not as bad as Sutton though. I haven't seen Levi. Did right. the video of him pre-season? Didn't he just like <laughs> what happened? Did he lose the club or something? What? I, I can't remember. Oh, did he raise the club? I think he snapped it. Snapped it. Snapped it. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah, yeah, so you're not the worst golfer in the in the team. Uh, ooh. No, I wouldn't. I can't be the worst. I'm okay. I can swing a club, but yeah. um, there there are some good golf players. Very good at golf. Plays plays superb at golf. That doesn't surprise me. That mm. really doesn't surprise me at all. But he's a big hitter, isn't he? He's a big boy, then. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, like because of you've got your graduation coming up soon, which mm. you may or may not be able to go for. But I remember at the Rochdale game, uh, sorry, Mansfield game. Apologies. Um, I was looking at you, went. He said he was going to get involved with Movember, but he's not. He is. He's yeah. kind of could uh, So I, what I'd done was, I, I backed myself way too much. I thought, right, I can shave all this off, and I'll be sweet. So I shaved, shaved everything off to a zero. I think I shaved my tash down to like a one or something like that. And I was like, uh, so I first came in, and I was like, oh, here he is, yeah, oh, yeah, great Movember. And then after a couple of days, the rest of my face just caught up. So then, like, because I knew I was coming on here. I was like, I've got to, I've got to redo the rest of it. So then I think maybe because I was trying to be too honest with it, I should have just shaved it in from the start. Um, like Chappies is unbelievable, but like oh, just like shaved it in from the start, one. and I should have done that because I went too short at the beginning. Yeah. And then the rest of my face just caught up. But I think the best thing about it was when we asked you if you get involved with Movember, you said. I can do up until around the 21st because my mum won't let me have for my photos for the graduation, right? Well, well this, this is the thing. So, um, so I booked my graduation months ago. You have to book it really far in advance, and I booked it months ago. And uh, I checked the schedule where the Papa John's due to be on the 30th. Anyway, I walked into the office the other day and Glenn went, When's your graduation supposed to be? And I said, Oh, it's 22nd. I think you might be struggling, like Papa John's draws for that. So they brought it forward for a week because of the World Cup, I think. Yeah. And, and I'll be honest, I'm horribly routined. On a game day, I have to do the same stuff all the time. And I, my mom, I rang my mum. Well, my mum rang me on Sunday, actually. I, I didn't have the heart. To, I'd known for a couple of weeks. So, mum, I'm really sorry. I've known for ages. I wasn't going to go. But, um, but my mum rang me, and I was, I was like, yeah, mum, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to go to my graduation. We played solve from that day. I, I can't, I can't, I can't go to Manchester and graduate and then play. Like, my routine side can't do that. And, uh... She's like, oh, but but all all I all I want is a photo. I think she said. She was like, all all I need is a photo. And I was like, well, that's all well and good, man, but I want to go to Wembley. So uh, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'm not going. <laughs> I 
So you're not going? Is that I'm not going. I'm not going to go. That's such a shame, isn't it? So you can keep the tash now. That's right. I keep the tash. I keep the tash, so guys. Where are we now? Where are we yeah. in? And if you do want to donate as well to Movember, um, please feel free. We'll put a link out all as well on Twitter. Indeed, absolutely. Um, I think like, we're probably finishing up now a bit, but... Do we have to? I know, I don't want to. I don't want to, but I feel, yeah. like, I feel like we probably need to do a bit. But I, I just do want to say, genuinely as well, from, from a City fan, we have honestly taken on to you so much and we massively love what you do on the pitch. The passion, um, just the fact that you get us as a club. Not many people do get us and I think sometimes people go, well, why don't they get certain specific clubs? But you get this club and I think for me as a City fan, I just want to say thank you so far and I want to keep you for about... 50 years. <laughs> that was my when question. When are you signing five-year contract? Well, I get a lot of that. It's going to be sad day when you do whatever, but it would take a lot for me to come away from this place the way I feel about it. Oh, me, you know, like I, I, I genuinely, hand on heart, I'm not just saying this, I love it here. Like I'm having the best time ever. Fantastic group of lads. I've got so many real-life friends in that team. And, uh, yeah, you know, like people say, like, oh, he gets it, whatever, but... For, for me, if you give somewhere you're all, that it's easy enough to get it. Like it's not, it doesn't take much. You just got to give them everything you got, and that, I like to think that's what I'm given. Yeah. And you're getting it back. So just, I think the best way that we can possibly sign this off is if you can walk up to the camera and just give us one final up the fucking cheek. Proper, yeah, proper violence. In the Yorkshire accent. Yeah, yeah, no, no, actually. No, 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 just, yeah, just, 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 just at the hip. Yeah. Up the fucking chickens. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.